0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Living Electric. We took last week off just because both of our lives are getting busy right now. So, <laughs> so busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, yeah, we just spent the past half hour catching up because we haven't talked in a while. <laughs> but <laughs> but we're, uh, we're back. I was in uh, Vegas, or not Vegas, sorry. I was in Anaheim last week at ACT Expo, Advanced Clean Transportation Expo. So that was uh, why we couldn't record. I was traveling and just busy with full-time work stuff, so uh, yep. luckily, yeah. it's all EV related still, so we're gonna kind of talk about what I saw today.
1: definitely yeah, I so it's funny you mentioned Las Vegas because like every time I think of this, I think Las <laughs> Vegas I, <laughs> right. I don't know
0: why because was it it was it in Vegas last year? It's in Vegas next year, so. Oh. This show has grown like exponentially in the past few years, just because of where EV technology has gone. Yeah. So, yeah, I, w- I actually went to the show last year. It was in Long Beach in like relatively oh, small convention okay. center, and they sold out like all the booze instantly, like last year. So they're like, we need a bigger venue. So they moved to <laughs> Anaheim this year, which is a pretty big convention center, and then they sold that one out really quickly again as well. So now we're moving to Vegas, wow. which is the biggest conference area you can be in (laughs) so (laughs) yeah Yeah, that one's massive (laughs) yeah so because i was there for i think we chatted on one of our previous episodes i was there for ces and they have not only the main vegas convention center they also have like the venetian has a a convention center and all the all the all the (laughs) the casinos have convention halls as well so it gets very like big very quick so
1: definitely i mean this is not ev related but do you ever think there'll be like a mega conference where they'll have to like tie all the conference centers together there's
0: like multiple cities and like you've got like <laughs> right. trains in between them and stuff we're expecting I'm sure, 10 I'm million sure. people yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, anyway sorry that was a stupid comment no. <laughs> no, <So. laughs> good. well it's funny with these too and we'll we'll get into it here but the the vehicles they have to bring in as well because most of these booths oh, yeah. it's not a normal conference where it's just like oh here's your 20 by 20 booth with like some whatever in it like ces is people are literally bringing in class 8 like semis onto the show floor to show hey here's our our new ev <laughs> <That's so laughs> which crazy. is just like a whole different world so there's that you definitely need a lot more space for for a conference this size um but yeah I got to see a lot of cool stuff EV, this is the Advanced Clean Transportation Expo is what ACT Expo is short for, and it is very fleet-focused, so the focus is really on large vehicles, large numbers of vehicles, not only on the vehicle side, but also charging, software, everything in between, so this is where they all kind of come out to play, I guess, (laughs) all the people in (laughs) the industry. That's really
1: cool. Yeah, we were looking at the map before we joined, uh, you know, started recording today. And there's a lot of attendees. Like, I mean, I I always feel like maps don't do it justice to just the sheer amount of people who are in this area. But there's a lot of well-known companies that showed up here.
0: Yeah, basically every major... Charging hardware manufacturers there, so like ABB's there, Autel, like all, most of the big names, Tritium, most of the big names in the charging industry are there, and then you've got a lot of the big networks there as well, so Blink was there, um, Ford Pro, like a lot of these software platforms for doing fleet management and the like are all there. And then on the non-EV side, I was actually surprised how much hydrogen and, like, fuel cell stuff was on uh, oh, on display really? there. So I'm still kind of like wireless charging, I guess, initially. I'm still kind of on the fence about whether or not that's going to kind of make it into mainstream just because of how a lot of the early pilot stuff has gone. But they're definitely continuing to push it, and people are still trying to throw money at it to make it to make it work. So we'll see where that kind of progresses. I think there's still some hurdles to overcome with that technology, but that yeah. was on display as well <laughs> with a lot of a oh, wow. uh, lot of vehicles, not only on the uh like energy production side for generators and stuff, but also the actual mm. fueling vehicles. So so my
1: question for you, you know, now that let's you know talk about hydrogen for a second since we've always been a little critical of hydrogen on our right. on our podcast. I think It'd probably be good to talk about that because I know that is a concept that people. Um, it's a very controversial type of fuel, right. and I, I think that it would be good to dive a little further into that. But anyway, so when you were there, did you get a chance to learn about any of the technology about like how beneficial it'd be for like generation, like all that type of stuff?
0: I did a little bit, and the thing I always go back to is hydrogen is not a fuel source, if you will. Like it is a, it's an energy storage mechanism. So mm-hmm. just like a battery is an energy storage mechanism, hydrogen fuel or hydrogen itself is an energy storage mechanism. So you're, you're taking energy of some sort, transferring it into hydrogen, and then you're putting the hydrogen into a vehicle that then goes into a fuel cell to create energy and, and mm-hmm. power a vehicle and push it along the road. So I always go back to why are we converting all of this stuff from like you need electricity to create hydrogen, why don't we just take the electricity we already have and charge a like, charge a battery? <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I'd have to look through, obviously there's some efficiency losses and stuff through the whole technology, but I always come back to like, why are we doing all this conversion when we can just charge a battery directly instead of converting it into hydrogen and then fueling something and shipping that around as well. You don't always have hydrogen just popping up on site somewhere, like that's a large yeah. process. And it's not, it's not very efficient to do it just like locally on site, at least not, not that I'm aware of. So I think all the energy that goes into creating hydrogen sometimes like doesn't make it worth it financially and the, uh, and just hydrogen as a molecule, just has a lot of problems with storing it, with using it as a fuel, all this stuff. Not that lithium ion and batteries don't have their own problems, but hydrogen itself we've seen historically it's just been hard to work with. It's an incredibly small molecule. It leaks out very easily. It's just hard to manage and, and store, if you will. So that whole, just a lot of those complications, again, not to completely poo-poo it, but like there's yeah. a, there's <laughs> there's still a lot that needs to be overcome to see that deployed in a wide scale so
1: definitely now with um now obviously this is not you know living hydrogen but i do have a (laughs) follow-up question (laughs) so you know based on what you've learned at act expo do you feel like that industry is going towards the right direction in terms of like improving storage and you know like generation of hydrogen and all that stuff
0: i think so there's definitely the the sentiment that and also just to give some background Act Expo ten years ago, at least from what I've heard, it was all instead of uh, instead of hydrogen, it was compressed natural gas. It was like all these alternative fuels that were kind of a fad and like no new vehicles are really using that anymore. So (laughs) hydrogen could very well be a a similar thing to that where it's a lot it's kind of a, a stepping stone to get to something else. And we've seen Compressed natural gas is slightly better for the environment than burning diesel. Like, some of these are just kind of incremental improvements. So I think the thought is there that this is, it is advanced clean transportation. Like, what is the future of fueling and, and transportation? What does that look like as a whole? So I think the the thought is there. I think it's just, does this make sense from an execution standpoint, like, to deploy on a, on a wide scale? So Got it. Okay. That's, that's at least where it, kind of the the mindset i saw from a lot of people which is good i think people are thinking about the right things it's just making it all happen (laughs) yeah Yeah.
1: we'll get there right nice nice okay so this is living electric
0: so let's get back to that (laughs) yeah so point is like i'm i'm very much on the boat we should just electrify as many things as possible and to be clear hydrogen vehicles are evs like they mm -hmm. are they have electric motors they still use electric platforms instead of using a battery, they use a hydrogen fuel cell. so it's it still is electrifying, which I'm a fan of. It's just the I guess the battery source that's <laughs> that I disagree yeah. with. So yeah yep
1: yeah. anyway the there's
0: yeah so but there was a lot of cool large EVs there like I said, lots of large semi vehicles which was awesome to see. Um, we'll see how, how popular those are long term. Um, we, we've seen you know Tesla make them there their semi some others are trying to do something very similar and yeah we'll (laughs) we'll see i guess a lot of these are still very much in the prototype stage or pilot stage where they've only got a few deployed or they have their demo vehicle but that's that's about as far as they've gone so if i if i had one like uh one thought that i walked away with is we are still on the bleeding edge of this stuff we are not anywhere close to wide scale yeah yeah (laughs)
1: yeah especially with heavy duty vehicles right. like I feel like the light duty we're definitely more you know for, you know we're more progressed in that aspect than I think the heavy duty aspect 100%. but i i think so uh, question for you so was there anything about batteries at this expo like was there any like uh manufacturers or anything like that?
0: not a ton batteries wasn't a huge focus, which is kind of interesting being it is a battery technology really is going to drive pardon the pun the this whole this whole move (laughs) towards electric right yeah the the battery technology really is are going to be the the winners here so i think that's historically what has helped tesla a ton because they're not only they're not just taking battery off the off of some other manufacturer's line and throwing in their car which i think a lot of these these vehicle manufacturers are doing they're working on the development they're working with on partnerships to build batteries and and create these platforms so not a huge focus on that but also frankly i wasn't there to look at vehicles i was there to look at charging so (laughs) i didn't get a i didn't get a full dive into all that piece of it So I could have missed some stuff there. I don't want to make it sound like there wasn't that stuff there.
1: (laughs) Okay. I was just curious because I really feel like when solid state batteries are, you know, like in production and they're being implemented, I really think that's going to be a game changer, especially for heavy duty, you know, like uh, vehicles, because I really feel like the charging aspect is what's, well, well, battery chemistry, you know, like obviously the charging stations are getting more powerful every single year, but... The battery chemistry, as we you know talked about with Jeremy at Hevo, that's what's really holding back some of these vehicles. Yeah. Is yeah, how that's how that's set up. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that's implemented within heavy duty because I really think that could uh, revolutionize that industry.
0: Right. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the like you said, the battery platforms, battery like progressions in that area really are gonna really gonna drive this forward. So. I'm excited to see where all that goes. I think we've been talking about solid-state batteries as, oh, it's two years away for the past 10 years, but yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still not <laughs> here yet on a wide scale, Wide scale, yeah. so we'll see when all that stuff kind of comes out. But that's why these, these conferences are fun, because you see all the what people are trying to build, not necessarily what's out there yet, <laughs> which yeah. is good and bad.
1: So. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it gives you hope for the future, you know, right. to see what, what makes it into production. <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: Another another interesting trend I saw was on the charging side, there are a lot of companies out there that are starting to build large charging sites, either for passenger mm. vehicles or fleet charging uh, vehicles. So companies are very much in the land grab or land acquisition phase of this, but they, they are starting kind of with the real estate phase. They're like, all right, we've got to get the the sought after real estate that's in high populated areas or, or, um, along major routes that these shipping people are shipping stuff on gas vehicles right now, and then are going to switch to electric and they're going to need a place to charge. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, one of the big things I see, especially with fleet vehicles is people get very excited about the vehicles and charging is an afterthought because they've never had to think about fueling before. Right. They're like, Oh, I'll just stop at the, the TA station or the loves or whatever the travel stop, and I'll I'll fuel up my diesel co- diesel truck. It'll be fine. Somebody else can take care of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and now we're at this point where people are not only have to think about their vehicles, but their charging infrastructure, their electrical infrastructure. It's becoming this whole solution. It's not just the vehicle side, right? So that is that is going to be exciting to see moving forward just a couple i i talked to and met at the show volterra is a big one that's building kind of these fleet uh depots if you will for their trucks to come and charge or not their trucks but fleet trucks to come and charge terawatt was there as well um building something very similar um and then i did get to connect with somebody at rove charging i think i sent you that the other day um they are building them for more passenger vehicles. So, oh, the, uh, I don't think you,
1: I don't think, I'm not going to call you out on our podcast, but I'm, <laughs> I don't, I don't think you sent me that. Okay.
0: So, yeah. yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to text it to you right now just so we're yeah. looking at the same, same thing here. But yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> rovecharging.com. But I, I met with one of their, their leadership people at the show. Really nice guy. Kind of gave me a, gave me a rundown of what they're building and, he had a great line he's oh. like these okay, are I the this. yeah he's like we are trying to build the the charging station that ev drivers have always deserved basically so it's that. gonna be a it's gonna be a site where you can not only go and charge but you can grab a coffee there's gonna be a dog park like it's gonna be a place where you feel comfortable hanging out for a bit <laughs> instead yeah. of sometimes just a blacktop lot with nowhere to go to anywhere right the charger in the way back corner with no street lights (laughs) in the dark like so and again they're they're in a similar um similar stat uh state right now where they're starting to open just their initial locations but starting with the the land acquisition and kind of just initial engineering and design so they're building very cool stuff as well, but I I think that's going to be that's what I'm personally most excited about. I think is <laughs> seeing these giant sites that are all EP because yeah. like yeah I I'm a fan of just large engineering in general, but doing it for something like this I think is really cool. So
1: for sure. Yeah, no that that I will say that's one aspect of like the charging industry that excites me the most. Like whenever I see like Tesla have like fifty new you know stalls pop up, I'm like yes, right. like let's yeah. get these stalls in the ground. Let's stop yeah. the whole two three stalls. Like let's get ten minimum. right? right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's let's get these in the ground. So yeah. it's it's always exciting. Right. But um yeah I, I I love this idea. Like we don't have the convenience store aspect. I mean well t- some locations you do, right. but. It'd be so cool to have like what they have in the UK here in the US, like what GridServe yeah. has right. has done. Right. That's exciting. Sorry, I'm like geeking yeah. out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I was too. Like that's there's always something like just when I think I'm getting like bored with EVs or EV charging or whatever, somebody else will come out with something like this. I'm like, that's really cool. And like yeah, gets it's... me excited about again. So yeah. Yeah. those are those are some of the things I think I'm most excited about, not only on the the charging side is really cool. The software side, I'm excited to see what they do there. Like I'm hoping Nudo can be a part of some of that stuff as we, as we progress, just with some of our capabilities and our flexibility. But I know other people are building cool stuff too, so that part is going to be very cool because there's a whole software platform that's got to control this stuff as well and communicate with cars and oh, yeah. change load and react to demand response events like all of that stuff is going to be very very cool to see implemented on a on a wide scale (laughs) so
1: yeah absolutely i was actually just thinking about this tonight um about how sometimes when like a new vehicle comes to the market and sometimes it has issues charging at certain networks because they weren't prepared software wise to like have it interact with the brand new car that hit the market. Yeah, I think I really, I mean, like obviously, you know, software is complicated. It's very hard to get it like perfect, but it would be right. really cool. And I'm sure companies are working on this, but like in, in real time, maybe AI could be implemented where if there's a brand new car to the market, the station could learn and then pass that data back, you know, to progress elsewhere. Yeah, you know, I'm all talking hypothetical, but that would be really <laughs> cool if, like, the chargers were smart enough to learn in real time that, hey, this is a brand new Cybertruck or whatever, you know, might be hitting the market. Yeah. We're prepared to charge your car. You won't have issues charging here. Right, like, right. Yeah. That. That'd yeah, be really I know cool. a lot of
0: networks are working on stuff like that already where they have their innovation centers or their testing centers where they're, like... In communication with OEMs to be like, oh, the new Hummer or whatever is coming out. Bring one over so we can test it so you know yeah. they charge on our stations. So, yeah, I think that's going to be very important moving forward. So, <laughs> Yeah, oh, for sure. <laughs> um, that's a focus on a lot of fleet vehicles as well when they're coming out with a new truck or whatever. They want to make sure when they sell that truck to a customer that they have charging options that work with their specific vehicle. So yeah, that's an important piece as well. Even though there are all these standards and these these software stacks that they're supposed to line up with, it doesn't always work out that way in yeah. in <laughs> yeah. practice, right? So actually plugging in a car, actually testing it, actually running it through stuff. Is really the only way to be a hundred percent sure.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, I, I still stand by it. Software is hard. It's mm-hmm. it's hard to perfect. So right. That's so cool. Um. So question for you. Um. You know, we. I actually I've talked with this with some other people, cybersecurity and like the security of charging stations. Yeah. Was that mentioned at all? Like in any of your conversations?
0: Not in like conversations I had. Um, but certainly that is starting to become the one of the concerns across the industry, because you're not only talking about electrical equipment, you're also talking about connected electrical equipment mm-hmm. that is pulling significant load from the grid. So anytime you can control something like that, it's a good and bad thing, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can use it for good to, to adjust things, but you could also potentially override things and cause issues or what have you. So. That's certainly the next focus, I think, in the industry is locking down a lot of that stuff from a security perspective because things are more connected than ever. So <laughs> yeah. you gotta yep. be gotta be ready for a lot of stuff. So
1: definitely. Well, this expo seems really cool. Hopefully, I can go next year.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was like I said. This is my second time there. The one thing I was slightly disappointed in is it seemed like a lot of the equipment a lot of the um actual physical stuff i saw was very similar to the previous year's show like especially mm. on the charging end it didn't look like anybody had released anything crazy but also i track this stuff pretty closely so maybe it maybe be kind of recency like i've seen this online or whatever so i'm like this isn't as exciting um and everything is online now right you're not seeing <laughs> usually yeah. if you've seen something you're like oh i've heard about this or i've seen this before it's not brand new to you so that, yeah. part, uh, that part was a little disappointing, but a lot of new companies there that were either brand new to the market or only been in the market a few years. So it was cool seeing them and talking to them about what they're doing. So,
1: yeah, I um I agree with you on that aspect. Like, I, I feel like we haven't really seen a lot of announcements with, like, new hardware. I yeah. mean, like, you know, like, I, I know that a few of, like, the Chinese manufacturers, they've announced, I think... I think I, I will have to look up what the company is, but I think there was, like, an 800-kilowatt charging station that was unveiled yeah. within the past two months. <laughs> I But, but like, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I haven't seen anything that, like, has just blown my mind recently. Right. Like, yeah, I, I feel like we were definitely, and I, I it might honestly play back to, like, the capabilities of the vehicles as well. Mm-hmm. Like, that, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like we're starting to plateau there, where it's yeah. like the cars are capable, the chargers are capable, this is what it is right now. Yeah. So yeah
0: and that's the that's what makes this market so unique too is so many different things need to align and like catch up to for everything to be working on like a, a platform if you will so mm-hmm. it's not only vehicles it's not only chargers but it's the software systems that are controlling everything there's a lot of handshakes and things yep. that have to line up and work together to actually make something work right so you mentioned like an 800 kilowatt charger that's great. Is there any vehicles that can use that right now? No, No. like that's great it can output that much in a test environment, but what good is that doing us right now? I love that people are pushing that forward, but it's like that's it. It's not going to like instantly change the EV market where it's like, oh, now we can charge in ten seconds because it's an eight hundred kilowatt charger. Um, Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah that that part I think is a little bit frustrating because there's not a, a there's not really a similar analogy. The only thing I can think of is like on the the smartphone market where it's like 5G came out and it's like okay a bunch of phones are now 5G capable, but you've seen the 5G network isn't that great yet. Like if you have 5G yeah. and you're near a tower, it's great and it's super fast, but that's not on a wide scale yet. So most no. <laughs> people are still using 4G and it's better still. So. Yeah.
1: That's why I just use 4G. Right. So, because it's just reliable. Like, yeah. I just want my want my phone to work. Right. <laughs> so. Exactly. So, yeah. Call me old school.
0: I'm the same way, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mad because my, my new phone, I can't turn off 5G. I don't have a way to, like, just disable really? it. Really? Because I definitely would. Yeah. I've got is that, the. Is that just an Android thing? Probably. It's these stupid oh. Androids, man. No. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> You know, I'm not part of that team, right?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, right. yeah i I know for like iPhones, you can do that, but um, yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is not living cellular, so uh, <laughs> I've i I'm, I'm done using our, our podcast style as, as yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, was there um was there anything else that you witnessed at the um at the event that you think would be worth mentioning? Because
0: just offhand, let me look through my photos here just offhand i don't think so i did get to see some of the new like some of the charging hardware i hadn't seen before oh Mm. another thing that uh we chatted with somebody about was vehicle to grid stuff so oh that's definitely similar kind of thing where it's like oh we're doing vehicle to grid and it's like okay well with with who like who is doing that what vehicles do you work with and it's like oh we've got a pilot with like two car models or something mm. similar kind of thing where it's like that's great if we can start deploying it but nothing is really like actually making a, a huge impact right now it's still kind of in the pilot development stage so yeah but well you're gonna that stuff you're is gonna cool.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say you're gonna have to make note of things that you witness this year, especially when it you know comes to like these like up and coming technologies, right? And see where they're at next year. Like, yeah, yeah, that would be pretty cool. Make note of which companies are doing which and check in with them.
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. Or which which ones weren't around, aren't going yeah, around. Or, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which ones are still there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I will name names, but yeah, I was joking with some of the coworkers about that. He's like, "Yeah, these few companies, I don't think will be here next year." <laughs> I'm oh. like, "Ooh, oh. um,
1: yeah." Lords, Lords Town Motors, just keep going, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, there's but. there's a couple that I'm kind of iffy on if they'll make it through 2024. So yeah, yeah, that's the yeah, well. that's the nature of a up-and-coming market like this though oh for sure it's hard to get out so
1: we know how the economy is at the moment too so yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well i'm glad that you've had a chance to go here and um next year now that it's actually going to be in vegas we'll actually be able to say the right city because i i literally (laughs) i said irvine i said every other city except anaheim like i was like oh where's alex i'm like i think he's in irvine this week but i think that's in texas maybe that's irvine Yeah, is there an Irvine, California? California?
0: Yeah, I was like twenty minutes from Irvine. I was, I was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anaheim's just south. Yeah, just south of Irvine. So. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I was partially right. You're in that vicinity.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I was again not uh, not EV related, (laughs) but I was. Our hotel literally, I could see Disneyland from my hotel. That's where Disneyland is. Is in Anaheim. So, yeah, I didn't get a chance to go, but. Yeah, I wish I wish I did. If I had an extra day, I probably would have tried to go, but it didn't work out. So. You
1: you could have seen their their parking lot with all the charge point stations. Like they oh, have, yeah. like hundreds. Well, maybe mm-hmm. not hundreds, but they had all those rolls of you know charge point stations.
0: Yep, <laughs> it's, yep, yeah. That's well. That ne- next year you should go. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, well, next year they'll be in Vegas, so I'll have to go to some other. I'll have to go to circus circus or new york new york or something to ride rides <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well that ferris
1: wheel is there by that supercharger and That's uh, true. at yeah. the link and that giant sphere thing that they're building is going to be live. i know so yeah yeah that, yeah, that looks really cool <laughs> yeah. so well this is all tech whatever it's still part right. of getting electric it powers right. all of it
0: <laughs> it runs on electricity <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs>
1: Well, I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to go, and I'm glad that you had a good time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was exciting. I'm, like you said, I need to probably do a better mm-hmm. job of kind of tracking things and seeing where they're at next year <laughs> so I can reflect <laughs> on it a bit, bit better. But Take, yeah. your, take your notepad. Just, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: cool. Well, I, I know a lot of people in the industry listen to our podcast, so if you were at ACT Expo, let us know some of the cool things you got to see. Did you get a chance to meet anybody
0: who listens to our podcast? um i think a couple people asked me about it because they're like you do the podcast right and i was like yes i have a podcast yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> i try not to like hawk my podcast at the <laughs> at shows like this and be like i need the pamphlets or something with our faces no, on pamphlet. it for um, <laughs> <laughs> like <but> solicitors yeah <laughs> yeah i try to i try to keep it low-key i'm like oh yeah i'm a podcast so yeah yeah
1: yeah, but. I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah.
0: Some people <laughs> brought it up, but I wasn't like, that wasn't the, the sole conversation we had, which is good. So <laughs> yeah, no, that
1: is good. That's good. But. but well, if anybody, you know, who listens to our podcast that was there, let us know your thoughts. Because uh, yeah. I mean, the heavy duty aspect, I really, really am looking forward to seeing where that goes. Definitely. Um,
0: Definitely. So that's really cool. Yep. Yeah reach out to us let us know what you think what I miss because I it was a large show I did not get to see everything we only had like a day and a half on the show floor so oh, <laughs> it's a lot to lot to cover so
1: oh yeah and it goes fast the conferences right. always go fast right <laughs> so
0: yep so that's all for this week we'll we'll talk to you next week